Welcome, welcome everyone to Local Living, community podcast for Palm Beach to Parkland. I'm David Conway, your host for today's episode. And today I have someone on who I've actually admired for years. My wife has too. We've been reading her recipes. She's a local resident, lives right here in West Delray Beach. The foodie physician, Dr. Sonali Ruder. Doctor, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's a real, real pleasure to finally get to chat with you and get to know a little bit more about you. So why don't we start? Tell us um, a little bit about your background, your journey, and how you ultimately became the foodie physician. Sure, sure. Well, um, it's a little bit of an interesting story, I think, um, because I'm a doctor that fell in love with cooking after I'd already finished medical school. And um, so then I went back to culinary school and became a chef as well. <laughs> so I'm uh, part of the time I'm, I'm an ER doctor. I, wo- I work uh, in Coral Springs. And the other part of my time, I'm actually running my website, which is called The Foodie Physician. Uh, it's a healthy cooking website. And uh, basically, yeah, the way I got started was many years ago when I was training, um, doing my emergency medicine residency, I fell in love with cooking. And one day, just completely on a whim, I entered a cooking competition on the Food Network. They were looking for America's best home cooks to submit their their favorite recipes. So I submitted a recipe thinking nothing was going to come of it. And next thing I know, I was chosen as a finalist and they flew me out to Los Angeles and I competed on a cooking show called Ultimate Recipe Showdown. And this was hosted by Guy Fieri and Mark Summers. Um, And uh, it was an amazing experience. Um, I didn't actually win the competition, but that just kind of spurred me on and motivated me and got, you know, got me into cooking and it really became my passion. And after that, after basically that, I, I ended up going to culinary school started a blog while I was in culinary school and over the past 10 plus years have just kind of grown that blog into, into a business. And that's where we're at today. So you were, this was during your residency, is that correct? So yes. you're, you're pretty, pretty busy during a residency. Yeah. Aren't you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, um, I'd finished medical school and I was doing my residency training. And so you're working all sorts of crazy hours, nights, days, and I actually got into cooking because it, I found it was very relaxing. So, you know, shifts in the ER can be very stressful. Um, and I found coming home and like getting into the kitchen, very relaxing. Um, that's how I would like de-stress after a, a busy day at work. And I just, I just fell in love with it. So at that time, were you cooking for one? Who were you cooking <laughs> for? Friends or loved that's, ones? Or Yeah, that's actually a great question because I, I had another motivation. Um, that's when I met my husband, who's also an ER doctor. We were residents <laughs> together. So all of a sudden I had someone to cook for. And it makes it a lot more fun when you have someone to cook for. So he, um, you know, he was uh, the recipient of all of my experiments in the kitchen. And uh, even when I went to culinary school, the, the best part about culinary school is every night you bring home all the food that you cooked in school. So <laughs> my husband ate very well for that year. So you went from cooking mm-hmm. in your kitchen. Yep. Next thing you know, you're on TV. Yes. <laughs> n- nationally televised program with, yes. with, with Guy Fieri, who yes. every, everybody loves, right? Is he as great in person as he is on television? 
He was. So that was one of his very first shows. He was not very well known. And I have to say that to this day, he is one of the nicest food celebrities I've met. Just like a genuinely nice guy. I think he actually won a Food Network competition to become a Food Network host, right? Yeah, exactly. He won that. I think it was called the Next Food Network Star. He won that. And yep, that's how he got famous. So then after that is when you went to culinary school. Yes. So after that competition, um, actually, after that competition, I started entering cooking competitions. Uh, I, like I, crazy. I did go, yeah, there was a whole <laughs> world of, they don't do it so much anymore, but tons of cooking competitions, a national chicken competition, national beef cook-off. Uh, even one of the cooking competitions was through the South Beach Food and Wine Festival down here in mm-hmm. Miami. So I won a free trip to Miami because I won that competition. Um, and I did that for a few few years. I just, I love like the, the competition aspect of it, the excitement. And after I did that for a few years, I decided to enroll in culinary school to actually learn real, like fundamental culinary technique. So how do you think being a doctor influences your beliefs and and your cooking? Um, So that's that's a great question. Um, I so in the ER, basically, I am seeing people with emergent conditions every day, you know, people having heart attacks, having strokes, people in kidney failure. And after doing this for many, many years, I started getting frustrated and wanted to kind of learn more about how we can actually prevent these diseases before they start. You know, there's a lot of things you could do in terms of diet and lifestyle to help keep your blood pressure in check, to help keep your sugar in check, and to help prevent heart disease and strokes and all these other things that I see every day in the ER. So that that's actually how I got interested in all of this, is to try to try to basically help people um, get in the kitchen, encourage people to get in the kitchen, that it doesn't have to be hard or intimidating. uh, Because one of the best ways to eat healthy and follow a healthy lifestyle is to actually cook your own food. When you cook your own food, you know exactly what you're putting into that food Mm -hmm. rather than buying food out at restaurants, you know, or even some packaged foods from the grocery stores that are very processed. Doctor, am I right here? Sometimes I'll cook at home. And I know I'm not cooking the healthiest meal. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just the grilled chicken with steamed veggies right. and wild rice. Mm-hmm. But I still feel I'm better off nutritionally than going out to a restaurant. Would you believe that's generally true? Yes, absolutely. And that's actually one of the biggest misconceptions people have. Like, for example, when I talk to them about controlling their sodium to, to keep their blood pressure mm-hmm. in check, the first thing people say is, but I don't put a lot of salt from the salt shaker into my food. And and I have to explain to them that, that that's like a very, very tiny fraction of the amount of salt you're getting into your diet. Most of the sodium is actually coming from packaged foods that you buy from the grocery store, like packaged mac and cheese, canned soups, even bread, even packaged breads, like cereal, breakfast cereals, a lot of things that you wouldn't think have sodium. That's where you're getting the sodium. And then also restaurant food. You know, you, you ever go out to a restaurant and, and you come home and you just have that feeling where you just feel so full and, and you're getting like, you know, that uncomfortable feeling. It's because, two nights ago. Two yeah, nights because, ago. <laughs> pretty much every time I go out. Yeah, it's just, you know, I I went to culinary school, so I know uh, how they make restaurant food. You know, it tastes so good because we use a lot of, they use a lot of butter and salt and sugar. That's why the food tastes so good, you know. So, yes, you are almost always going to be cooking healthier when you're cooking at home. So in addition to the website, which is the foodiephysician.com, you're an author too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I love to write, you know, on the website, I write all my own articles. So I've I've always loved to write. 
Um, and I'm also a cookbook author. It started um, when I was pregnant with my first child, with my daughter. I was looking for information about what I could and couldn't eat when I was pregnant. And I was finding a lot of like um, conflicting information online. So I decided to write to write a book about it. <laughs> so I have a pregnancy cookbook. Um, and then after my daughter was born and I was I was trying to figure out what to feed her, um, I did the same thing. And, and again, and, and I wrote a baby food cookbook, which runs from uh, all the way from when you first start your baby on solids to, to when they're toddlers and you're cooking for the whole family. Um, and then I have a few other ones in there. Um, my most recent one is actually an ebook. <clears throat> it's an air fryer ebook because that's kind of like uh, the latest popular trend. And I, I, I actually, it took a little while for me to embrace the air fryer, but now I actually love it because it is a, a healthy cooking technique and it's so convenient. It is healthier, right? It is. You really, I mean, you just use a fraction of the amount of oil that you would if you're cooking something on the stove or the oven. And and it's also super fast. So if you have young kids like me and they're they're hungry and they want food like 30 seconds ago, it, it's a big time saver in the kitchen. So I got to ask you, <clears throat> the Queen of England is coming over for dinner. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> What are we cooking? What's your go? Do you have a go-to? And let's make it your favorite, okay? I, it's funny because my my tastes have changed over the years. Because when I first started the blog, I was using it to show off all of these fancy dishes I was making in in culinary mm -hmm. school. Um, and then over the years, it's kind of adapted. Now, now my recipes, I try to keep them approachable, easy, things you could make in around 30 minutes or so, because I know most of us are busy. <laughs> so my go-to, I would say, if I had to choose one for right now, the one I make all the time is just a very easy salmon teriyaki in the air fryer. Once again, the air fryer, um, because it's a really, salmon is one of the most nutritious things you can eat, mm -hmm. healthy omega-3s, which have a lot of heart benefits for our heart, for our brains, um, lean protein. So I let, we eat a lot of salmon um, and in the air fryer it cooks in like six to eight minutes. Um, another benefit of the air fryer is that there's no fishy smell to your kitchen. Sometimes my, my kids wouldn't want to eat salmon in the past because when you cook it in a pan, it, it can make your kitchen smell fishy. No, mm -hmm. Nothing like that with the air fryer. And I pair it with a simple teriyaki sauce um, that I make at home because that's that's another example of um how things are healthier when you make it at home. If you if you buy a teriyaki sauce from the store, that's going to have tons of sugar in it, uh, probably a lot of sodium too. Um, so homemade sauce is going to be a lot healthier. And it usually tastes better too when you make it at home. So when you're not being the foodie physician, mm -hmm. you're not working in the ER, saving lives, <laughs> what's relaxation mode for you? Do you have a relaxation mode? I do. <laughs> That's funny because I, you know, I originally got into cooking because that was relaxation mode for me. But now, now it's now it's a little different because now it's it's my job too. You know, so if I can ever cook something that's completely just for myself or my family, nothing to do with the blog, then that that's relaxing for me. But um, but other than that, honestly, I love spending time with my family. I've got a ten year old and a four year old. Um, when we moved up here to Delray, like we all got bicycles. So now my husband and the kids, we, we like to bike around the neighborhood. We love watching movies. We love going in our pool. Um, latest, latest little obsession of mine. My husband and I recently discovered escape rooms. So someone gave us a gift card to a local escape room where, you know, it's one of those places where they give you an hour in a room and you have to solve puzzles to try to get out. I've seen and, yeah, we did one and we loved it. And so now we've done like four or five more since then. And they're great. So that's like our latest hobby. <laughs> we both love so that, solving puzzles. 
That's as a, as a couple or as a family? Um, as a couple so far, but we want to go do a, a family-friendly one too. Oh, that sounds great. Then yeah, I'm going to try it yeah. myself. Yeah, totally. So, it's, re- it's really fun. <laughs> you Obviously, it seems like you have a great life, very fulfilling life. Have there, though, been any hardships or challenges that you've been through in the past that you think uh, maybe helped make you stronger or actually benefit you now? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, one of them, um, one of them I kind of mentioned already, you know, when we talked about my the original cooking competition I did, which was the Ultimate Recipe Showdown, um, I was extremely disappointed because I didn't win the competition. <laughs> you know, I prepared, I went all the way out to LA, I lost. That's pretty traumatic, Doc. I got to tell you how you made it through that. <laughs> that could have been the, uh, that could have been the end of it. But, uh, but yeah, no, it, it, motiv- it motivated me, you know, to, to work harder. And um, actually, when I went, when I ended up going to culinary school, um, because of my background, I, I was selected, um, to represent my school in like a big cooking competition. They, they had a cooking competition every year where different culinary students would compete. And uh, so I flew out to Chicago. I represented my school. I, I trained, you know, with my instructor for weeks and, uh, and ended up winning the competition. And, and it was, the prize was a, a scholarship to culinary school. So it ended up paying for my culinary school education. So I, I got, I ended up getting my redemption, <laughs> redemption. <laughs> but that would be one. Um, Honestly, the more uh, the more serious one that we could talk about is is COVID. You know, it, I as an ER doctor, I kind of, um, I mean, I was in the ER throughout throughout the entire thing. So so definitely that was a very tough, um, challenging time. You know, both me and my husband are ER doctors, wow. um, and it, it was tough. You know, we we were we went through it all with the coming home and changing in the garage and sleeping separately from our kids, and you know, it's it's so it was rough, but. But things have finally gotten a lot, a lot better. I think I'm a better doctor because of it. You know, we're we're very fortunate um, that that we're still healthy, and we we try to remind ourselves of that every day. That's great. And um, well, that was a time, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. you, you hear stories of families that mm-hmm. have a doctor in the family or someone yeah. working in the ER, and how they had to separate. But mm-hmm. you don't hear too many. We're both of you. We're going right. through that together. Yeah, and but separate. And I have to say though that that helped because even from the beginning, my husband and I, um, we've kind of done everything together. He's actually also the other half of the foodie physician. I don't know if I mentioned that, but he does all of the food photography. Um, and we've always we trained together. We've we started the blog together. We do everything together, and and uh, and it definitely helped because you know if I had had to go through all that uh, with COVID by myself without someone who could relate to everything I was going through, it would have been a lot a lot harder. So for someone who may never go on your website, may mm-hmm. never read one of your cookbooks or your mm-hmm. blogs, is there one piece of advice or a tip nutritionally or related to food that you can leave with them? Uh, yeah, I have so many, but I'll try to try to choose one or two. I would say um, keep it keep it simple. You don't have to be you don't have to be a culinary school trained chef, you know, to to come up with delicious, healthy meals for your family. Um, and the other thing I would say is uh, to plan. I, I'm a planner. I've always been a planner, but one of my biggest tips is to plan out your meals for the week. It's called meal planning, and um, just taking 30 minutes on the weekend to plan out your meals for the week will save you time, <clears throat> will save you money, and you'll end up eating a lot healthier too. So I, on Saturdays or Sundays, I'll take 30 minutes. I'll just look at my schedule and figure out 
um, which days I want to cook that week, you know, and do I, am I cooking a meal after I work <clears throat> a 10 or 12 hour shift at work? No, I cook on the days when I'm off and I make enough so that I'll have leftovers to repurpose on those nights when I'm, I know I'm going to be coming home late. And then I make my list for the week, what I'm going to be eating. And then I go to the grocery store once, make one trip to the grocery store. One this, trip. One trip. So this saves you from making those last minute multiple runs to the grocery store during the week at five o'clock when you can't when you're trying to figure out what to make for dinner. Uh, it'll save you money because when you plan your meals, you can you can repurpose your ingredients. You know, for example, if I'm if I'm going to buy a rotisserie chicken to to serve to my family one night, then the next night I'm going to make them into chicken quesadillas or chicken tacos or chicken pasta. You know, and that'll save money and that way you're you're using up everything that you buy. Um, it, this will also like prevent last minute runs to pick up, you know, takeout or last minute runs to the to the uh, fast food place if you plan your meals. Um, so I would say menu planning and just taking even like 30 minutes, like I said, to plan out what you're going to eat for the week makes such a huge difference. That's great stuff. So for our listeners, how can they become part of the foodie physician experience? Where can they find you? <laughs> yeah. So the, the easiest way is to just go to my website, which is the foodiephysician.com. Um, we are also on um, every you know social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, all as the foodie physician. Um, and yeah, if you go to my um, website, you can just sign up for my email newsletters. And that way, you know, you're always up to date with uh, new recipes that I'm posting. Um, in the future, I actually um, am going to start getting into the uh, online course world. I'm going to start um, making some digital courses that people can access on my website uh, with cooking, online cooking classes and uh, recipes to help prevent various diseases like high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes, things like that. So uh, best way to find me is to go to the website and it has all my contact information there. Doctor, it's been such a great conversation, aspirational, <laughs> informative. You've been a great guest. Thank you very much for coming right. on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. And to our listeners, thanks for joining us. And we'll see you next time on Local Living. Yeah.